Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Anime Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, JD, here with my man, Mr. Earthworm, who was not expecting the very smooth, subtle intro. How are you doing, man, friend? Uh, I'm all right, I guess. I don't... Yeah, you came in with a very different energy that's right. than I was prepared yeah. for. But hey, that's fine. We're going to make it work. No. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back. This is going to be a pretty fun episode. This is one that I've mentioned a little bit earlier. I don't know. I had an idea. I kind of had some like certain animes in my mind that were bothering me. Like, man, I really would have liked it. I would have done something a little different. So I, you know, I was like, hey, what if we could just change something in an anime and then fix it or make it better in our eyes? So the episode's going to basically be things that we would change in our favorite anime or fix anime to make it better. Yeah, we're going to call this fixing our favorite anime. That's and, right. Uh, hopefully it gets the kids going. Really going? Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what anybody likes anymore. I'm just, we're just going to start taking ideas off of TikTok. Yeah. Just like anything I see on YouTube shorts that's like a quiz or like a little thing. We're just going to start stealing ideas. And we're going to do reaction videos. Yeah. So would you, okay. Uh, would you like a blue haired waifu or would you like to double it and give it to the next person? I'd like to double it and give it to the next person. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's no one else here. <laughs> Man, uh, I guess it. I guess all content doesn't translate, huh? No. But either way, I think you guys will jo- enjoy the topic. Um, it's it's pretty good. We got some good ones down here. I got about ten or so, uh, and then Earthworm's got some Spitfire ones he really likes to talk about. So, but before we get to that, I want to bring something up business wise that has to do with the Patreon members. Um, we got two kind of like messages on our Patreon and then we're very slow to respond, but I did see these notifications and immediately was like, earthworm, I got to get in. What's our password? Cause it's been <laughs> a long time and I got in. So I just wanted to read two of them to every one of y'all just because, uh, it means a lot to all the patrons that kind of donate. We got one from Esteban. Our boy says, got my anime brothers t-shirt looks great. Oh my God. Hell, so we, we, we did yeah. sell a piece of our merch, and it's like, boom, Esteban, way to go, man. Thank you and appreciate you. That's dope. That's dope. If and, you can, Esteban, if you're listening uh, and you can, like, send us a picture of you wearing the shirt, if you're comfortable with it, obviously, yeah. but I want to see the fit. Put you know it on the Discord, saying? too. want to see the fit. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our second one actually came out on your birthday, which was August 24th. Uh, hey. Earthworm already had a birthday, but, you know, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, basically we got another message from a Patreon, our newest member, uh, Ben Lyons. Uh, and it says, Hey guys, love your work. Just wondering if there's any plans to do a review of full metal alchemist brotherhood. Also potentially a review for Steins gate. Okay. That's... I did. I did respond to this message. If no, you that... want to know what I said, those are interesting. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'd assume you said whatever you're feeling about that. And I know we've talked about it a little bit, but it's, no, we could responding. do a full metal alchemist brotherhood, but we've been a while before touching. I would it. want to rewatch it. It's been, yeah. yeah, it was like the first month of the podcast. It was during lockdown that I was Basically. like, I'm gonna watch this. And bitch. we never decided to do an episode on it. No, no, we just didn't end up. That was before we knew how to podcast and like yeah. how to make the most out of what we were watching. So there's a chance we'll do that, but we have to revisit it for sure. So I did say stuff like that, and I, I appreciate you guys Hell reaching yeah. out. Any patron that wants to message us or talk to us, that's what I mean. That's the whole point. Uh, but also, Steinsgate, I'm like, maybe I'm willing to try it, JD here. But I said my Mr. Earthworm over there has been known to say he doesn't really want to watch it. Because it's I'd about Stein, going back in time. I'd time give travel. Steinsgate a shot if you were seriously like, let's watch. Yeah, so I, I said it's basically on you if you would decide to. I won't watch it on my own accord, you know what I'm saying? It's never going to be something that I'm like, hey, man, let's watch this. Let's review this. Let's but do this one. If you decide one day that you're like, hey, I want to watch Steinsgate and review it, then you let me know and I will watch it. By the deadline. <laughs> but it may be at the it end will, of the deadline. It will be 10 minutes before the deadline when I finish the last episode, but I will watch it. So, yeah, there we go. All right. Well, Stein, thank you again Stein's to all Gate the review when? When? <laughs> we'll let you know in the future. But thank you again, Ben Lines, and thank yes. you all patron members. Uh, it means a lot to yes, us. Yes, and uh, we have another piece of business, too, that is not quite as cool as patrons messaging us and telling us we're cool. But uh, I figured we'd get it out of the way now. Go for it. Uh, so next week, we are planning to take a little vacation. We are going to be taking a week off. We are not going to have a new regularly scheduled episode. 
Ideally, uh, at some point in the week, you should have a new episode of JD's Quest for the One Piece. Oh yeah! So that is the some, third one. That's some stuff to get you guys going uh, to to keep you feeling good. But uh, JD's got a ridiculously long work schedule coming up. Like he he's doing over nine a week days straight. straight on night shift. He's doing nine days straight, and I while I definitely obviously it's it's podcasting. It's easy to get on the mic and talk about something. I've been feeling a little burnout, you know what I mean? So I've I've been looking for a reason to take a vacation, to take a week off and not really have to not just podcast but also not have to edit anything. Yeah. So that that I'm looking forward to that. So next week uh be on the lookout for just a JD bonus episode. And yeah, we will catch you guys in 2 weeks with um it's going to be the Cowboy Bebop review. Oh, unless Cowboy Bebop? In, unless you have a last minute objection. No, 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 Cowboy Bebop needs to be done. Yeah. Uh so I am going to watch Cowboy Bebop. I am going to talk about it. JD is going to be my sherpa through the Bebop. Do I like it? Do Strictly I... series and Otaku Melancholy. Everybody, yeah, Otaku. all of all of our They col- all know now. All of our What's colleagues coming? will be listening in uh very closely. To to make sure I say the correct things about Cowboy Bebop. Join the cult. I can feel the eyes staring at me from all over the United States. Um, <laughs> mostly the Midwest, I think, but <laughs> that's fine. Everything's fine. So yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, we hope that's not too much of a bummer for you guys. Uh, if it is, that's okay. Sorry. Life is full <laughs> Life, of bummers and yeah. that that's okay. But we will be back. It is a one-week, tiny, little baby hiatus. Yeah. As it turns into a six-year fucking Hunter Hunter shit, I'm yeah, so sorry. They never returned. <laughs> I would just want to get to the. I don't want to. That happened. That's happened to my Let's Fight a Boss Super Eye Patch Wolf and friends. They they took a hiatus in January and they haven't come back. They are enjoying their vacation. I know, and I'm happy for them. But I miss my friends. <laughs> I miss my friends. <laughs> Is that the most parasocial thing I've ever said? No, but it's up there. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, we'll probably get to the topic soon, but also a little check up to see how we're doing, because uh, I know we have some kind of fixes that we're doing, like my Baldur Gate 3 and your Smash Bros. What I've been say? playing Smash Bros. again, yeah. Getting back into the conflict of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how are you doing, though? How am I doing? Like, emotionally? Getting... No, well, I, oh. meant for, I meant for Smash Bros. Emotionally? Uh, yeah. I am wrecked. <laughs> Honestly, what? that's a fair question, though. When your buddy tells you he's back into Smash, he's like, are you okay? <laughs> You are you thinking of violence? <laughs> Have you thought about harming yourself or others in the past seven days? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm doing fine. You know, I'm pretty good at Smash. All things considered, my biggest problem is adjusting to new play styles. Yeah. So that's why going online and playing randos is notoriously difficult for me. But we're having fun. I've just been in the mood to play fighting games. I'm probably going to end up buying Street Fighter Six before too long. I've never played a Street Fighter game before. It's very interesting. But here we are. Uh, either that or I guess it's kind of a race, whether or not Street Fighter or Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom 3 goes on sale. Marvel vs. Capcom not too long ago was like 5 10 bucks on Game Pass or that specials. Oh, so. word. Okay. But so I never grabbed maybe it. I'll, yeah. Maybe I'll peep it. See, I've heard the newest one, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I've heard that's garbage. That's what I heard. People yeah. don't like that. That's why I have So yeah. I got on my wish list on Steam. I've got Marvel vs. Capcom 3 chilling there. And I'll keep peeping at Street Fighter 6, but made a new friend that, that is a Street Fighter guy. Shouts out Cookie. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of, it's been a weird urge that I've had yeah. to do. I, other video games haven't been hitting. I've been kind of disenchanted with the the RPG level up, you know, or it's like, I think that was a problem for me in Elden Ring. It was like, everybody's saying, just go level, level up. up was weird there because you literally could lose the runes that power you up. That it was, was yeah. fucked. But a lot of people were, you know, go, go level up a little bit and then come back and fight the boss. And my thought was like, if I can't, if I can't do it at the, you know, just the level you should be, I guess, then it didn't feel right to just go and, and over level these not, I guess kind of artificial stats, whereas a fighting game, it's like there are no level ups. There are no boosts and perks. It is every character is how they yeah, are. And a fighter game is one on one, though. Yeah. Though one-on-one. sometimes you can have one on one with boss fights. Elden Ring has a lot of multiple enemies to yeah. face. So I think that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking for is like a straight up competition. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to like it. That's why I'm hesitant to buy a $60 game yeah. that I, I traditionally haven't liked the genre of. 
But I, it's also like if I pay $60 for it, I'm like, well, time to get at least half good. Yeah. I cannot just quit out on this motherfucker. No, absolutely not. So that's that's my life. I had a birthday, like like you said. I got uh, I got some cool anime figures. I Damn. got a Jolene figure Ooh. that's also a pen. It goes as a pen I, or a, or a figure. Yeah, I got a sixty dollar pen because I got tired of not caring. <laughs> <laughs> so now every time I need a pen, I'm gonna know right where it is because it's fucking Jolene. Just yeah. pop pop her out of. We're good to go. I got a uh, an Evangelion figure. That's, that's what I really want to see. Though. It's so cool. I'll send you a picture later. Okay. okay. It's uh, it's a tiny little figure of uh, Ava Unit One with the giant gun that needs Tokyo's power supply to shoot. <laughs> Love that fucking thing. And there was two others. There was also uh, Unit Zero, um, Ray's Ray's unit yep. with uh, the shield. Okay. From yep. the same scene. Unfortunately, there wasn't. Um, uh, Ramiel, I think his name is the the giant prism angel. Oh, the the yeah. giant the fucking like uh yeah. That the was the one that had like guy. a homing beam. As soon as like it spotted you, it could shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why they had to go like ten lo- mi- ten yeah. miles away and you get the giant gun. Yep. Uh, but the other the coolest figure, and I should have bought it, but I just I wanted a unit O one figure. The the other one was Lilith, fucking straight up pinned to the cross mm. with the spear of Longinus, which is a cool. That's, that's pretty cool. sick. That's people think we're thinking of worshiping the devil, people outside. But I'm know. not not worshiping the devil with everything I do. You know, it's yeah. like, hey, if he's happy, then I'm happy. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh my god, you'd be the guy in Baldur's Gate that makes a deal with the devil. Wait, can you do that? Yep. Oh. The devil shows up and he has he makes a deal with you first, and then you can decline him, and he says, no, soon you will come crawling back to me. He's like, and that's when I want you at your most vulnerable. At your most delectable. And oh, then, then, I, and then I, I said to, because I'm a paladin, mm-hmm. I was basically like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to show you I do. I will never come crawling to you. So that's my play style. So boom, that's going to be cool. But then next time I said, like, yeah, I'll make a deal with the devil. Yeah. Oh, right absolutely. now I have a guy on the, uh, the vampire guy on my team is like, I'd do it. Like we're already fucked. So why not just get devil powers? It's like, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. There's no thing. There's nothing wrong so with that. So that's you. You'd be become like, I'll make a, a warlock. Deal make a deal with an eldritch god and become a warlock. Nothing ever comes good of making the deal with the devil. Uh, just I don't know, that. man. I played D&D with a guy who had an absolutely That's D&D with a different DM. I'm talking about a video build. game. I know. No, it had nothing to do with the DM. It was playing with the mechanics of Dungeons and Dragons. It was fourth edition, which oh. was notoriously breakable. Oh, but he had a man. warlock that just could not. There's nothing you could do to this fucking guy. He was getting like plus twenty sixes. Jesus. Yeah. No. That's all not, his... What level was he? Oh no, not, not under level ten. It was just all the fucking stacking. Damn. All of the, like I said, fourth edition was notoriously like with certain powers you could break that motherfucking game. Damn. And he figured out exactly how to do it. So I yeah, one hundred percent. War devil comes. He's like, become a warlock. Become my dude. I'll give you powers. It's like say less, fam. Well, I, I figured before we get to the topic, my only thing is I would like to tell, like, every time I play Baldur's Gate, I would like got to a new story? tell another story okay. that happened on my adventures. And I figured you'd like this one because I may, I may be saying a lot of, like, the fucking funny and out of whack ones, but I was like, those are kind of the ones that have stuck, like, stuck in my memory. So I ended up making to this Underdark, which is like this cavern entire world that's underneath the top layer of the world. Kind of like Made in the Abyss, but it's not like... There's darkness there that gets darker and darker, like you said, in Maiden Abyss. But you're just in the Underdark, as it's called. And that's where yeah. like all the night elves live, the drow. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's just subterranean mole people land. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, and there's a bunch of exploding mushroom. If if you go near these big ember-like mushrooms, they will blow up, and you will take an explosion damage that will linger. It's weird. It has, like, acid to it. Okay. So I started just shooting like crossbows at them from a distance and they'd blow up ahead of time and then I'd be able to have a clear path. I just started shooting ahead of time. So I get down to this cavern and I see this, it's like a huge fucking just big plateau flat land with nothing but mushrooms. And my guy is like, holy shit, this is a dangerous crossing. What are we to do? And I think I'm going to just shoot one mushroom and it should cause a chain reaction and then it'll all clear at once. Oh, it did. All of a sudden, after I shot the mushrooms, I start hearing a guy go, help, help. <laughs> a dwarf comes running through the clouds of this explosion. And it's and, and one of my guys comments, there's somebody out there. And then all of a sudden, 
all the mushrooms explode at the same time, and he goes fucking blasting. What? You? Why are you killing little people? I don't people? know. That's I your... can't see him in the mushrooms. How is he in there? The That's mushrooms. All are... you've done, as far as I know, is I'm killed little, little people. It's <laughs> all you've. Do- you got a dwarf and a gnome. Just fucking. On I the haven't kill had list. one dwarf on my companions. Do I hate small people? I uh, subconsciously, apparently, the fuck so, bro. I don't. So then. I, I loot him because he's dead already. Yeah, well, you might as well. And then I can speak to the dead because I have an amulet. Yeah. So I'm like talking to him and I'm like finding out who he is. I'm like, what are you trying to do? I was just trying to pick mushrooms. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, he's just trying to pick mushrooms. I get back to a camp. I see this other dwarf girl there. And she's like, have you seen my husband? I'm like, oh, what? who's your husband? He's like, oh, some dwarf going down picking mushrooms. So you could either tell her or not. So I'm like, all right, I'm a pal and I got to be honest. Like, I didn't mean to. So I was like, yeah, I killed your husband. And she's like, oh, thank God. I thought he would never die. I couldn't Bruh. believe it, dude. She's like, yeah, did you get any of his mushrooms? I said, I did. Did you give them like, to oh, her? No, but <laughs> I did. She did say she's looking for a special mushroom and I have to find that. And I said I would. Oh, now, now she as you killed her husband and she gives you a fetch quest. Yeah. What the fuck? So that's my adventure so far All of right. uh, Valorous, my paladin, uh, half-elf, half-human. That's something. Yep. <laughs> half-elves so, are cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Next time I'm going to play, like, if, we, if you do get it, I'm going to play probably a tiefling. Tieflings are also cool. Dude, tiefling warlock. Shit. Do you want to, speaking of the, the, his, the, the guy who broke the warlock, um, yeah. he was a tiefling. Tiefling because warlock? tieflings are make wonderful warlocks. They also have resistant to fire. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. But I think they get like a buff to intelligence, like yes. just naturally. So yeah, that and warlock. So that would be a good idea. Yeah, oh, I'm excited. Now nah, I'm gonna go home and buy. Okay, Cowboy Bebop <laughs> review in three weeks, <laughs> maybe four, because uh, I'm gonna go home and buy Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Fuck me. All right. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, so that was my adventures, and uh, that's it for now. I think it's <clears throat> time to get to the topic All and right. get talking about these anime. It's time to tell uh, famous multimillionaire writers uh, how to fix their fucking shit stories. Because we know more. Yeah, we're better than that. things that would change in anime shows changing our favorite anime the topic at hand we both are going to have a considerable amount of animes we'd like to change yeah um we kind of went about this a little bit differently too mostly because of who we are as people um (laughs) (laughs) not because of any moral standings uh but so you just you just kind of went through and you went through things that even like are some of my bad anime i didn't really care for but what would i change already to maybe enhance the experience of like maybe i'd have given it more of a chance i don't know maybe i'm being a hag but there's some things like i could say no. like fully coolly actually have it make sense <laughs> but i'm being very open and vague about that explanation so i'm not going to put that on there fully coolly is great for everyone it's not great for me that's all so i'm not going to try to sure. change it you can't change it <laughs> so so that- i i did a little bit differently because i i have such a hard time deciding like what to change you know i'm so apologetic with shit even when i don't like stuff i'm like well i get why it's there you know even (laughs) if i would have done stuff differently it's like it would have changed the whole story and see so i'm going through my my mal and i am going i'm sorting from tens down and i'm going to go through and force myself to change something from all of my favorite that's either going to be good or bad it might be something i don't even fight i might bite it's going to be some out-of-pocket shit it's something that I probably don't even believe half the time. Because, again, I mean, fuck me, dude. Like, Gurren Lagann's perfect as far as I'm concerned. And you want me to change something? All right. Well, let's give it a shot. So that's where we're coming at here. That's where we're at. JD, the prepared boy who did his homework, and I showed up. And JD, for clarification, going forward, is the one that likes Asuna. <laughs> that, that- JD is the one that's reading One Piece for y'all. And also enjoying it. It's not just for y'all. I'm actually into it now, thanks to uh, Logan. But yes, Earthworm is the other person. Yeah, <laughs> that loves Fooly Cooly. We need to have one of those like put together <laughs> intros that start that like professional podcasts have. That's like I'm Earthworm and I'm JD. That's and what we're basically gonna have to do. But I w- introduce you, and I think that may. Uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe. 
Either way, yeah, it's JD's fine. going, and JD likes Asuna. That uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, so here we go. The first thing I would like to change, first anime I want to change right off the bat that has fallen out with me, but for other reasons, but is uh, My Hero Academia. Okay, that's a good one. So my thing, and I think I've talked about this once on another podcast. I just can't remember what episode it was, but I would have had. Uh, oh yeah, spoilers. I guess. Oh yeah, true. We're That's so, true. Spoilers for everything. Be spoilers possibly. for all. We'll we'll announce the anime yes. before we talk about any bullshit. But yeah, so keep that in mind. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in in my hero academia, I would have had All Might die in the fight for uh, against All for One. Uh, it took everything left because basically it used the rest of his powers. I would have had him die just to hold All for One back to pretty much be captured because he didn't even like defeat him defeat him he got him captured and now he's in prison basically like i'm gonna break out okay so but i thought it would have been even more crazy that all might died in that fight your hero dies so it has to go on to the next one's not just passing it on it's like he died which i get it's so dark maybe for the shonen and i know um it he means a lot to people, but I think that that whole leaving it to Deku, but everyone said, oh, then he would have been mentored. And I'm like, I guess so. And I, I know All Might's there for him, but it's a different type of mentorship. He hasn't been able to really give any concrete ideas of like how the power works fully. Yeah. By the time I finish season five, who knows what's happening now. But so I just feel like All Might's been eh. So I was like, why not just have him die? You know, but I like death and, and shows. So. It could be a hot take there, but I think that would have saved the show for me. Put a little bit more emotional uh, feelings involved. I get that. And uh, I'm going to piggyback off you for My Hero Academia. And I'm not going to do the classic Deku shouldn't be the protagonist because that's tried and true. You know, I, I like Mirio and that's why I think he should be the protag. But yeah, uh, I think you should. I think My Hero should pull the cast back a little bit. If I had to change one thing, I'd put a little bit more. I'd, I'd pick like a handful of characters and put a little bit more focus onto them because they're trying to get every classmate in this. There's a lot of characters and there's, I, I get it. It's fun. You know, I, I truly do understand. It's fun to have a bunch of different superheroes and a bunch of stuff, but it also kind of sucks. Like uh, when you find a character that you like and then they get no screen time, you know, yeah. you get rock lead constantly throughout it. I can't, I mean, you could probably argue that Naruto kind of had the same problem where it's like they it had a, started to they get had a big it, cast the only time you saw the rest of the cast was during fillers i feel like they really did condense like rock lee is not a big part of it anymore neji is not a big part of yeah. it until the fourth uh, ninja war Ten Ten's barely involved with it it's almost like it has the opposite problem of what i think my hero has where right. naruto had a really full big cast in the beginning gave everybody time to shine and then really tightened it up yeah my hero feels like at least it's, what i had yeah. watched they kept adding like a new group of characters that you had to care about mm -hmm. it's like it's not the worst thing it's cool but if i had to change one thing I'd go with that okay all right um so it's my turn to offer something up uh, I'm going to be skipping movies just in case anybody's going through like listening and looking at my my anime list and being like, well, you skipped Akira. It's because Akira is a movie like, yeah, I want more Akira, but that's because it's a movie. It's a fucking yeah, exactly. tw 20 billion volume manga in a two hour pod. So we're starting with Yu Hawk show. That's Here where we we're starting out with. Here we go. Um, And it's, you know, I defend the ending a lot to Yu Hawk show, but if I had to change one thing. Uh, at the end, we are doing something different than the Worldwide Demon World Tournament arc. I I don't hate it, but it, I also get that it's a cop-out, you know? It's going back to what was already successful in the Dark Tournament and saying, all right, we're just going to finish it off this way. If it was a different kind of tournament arc, uh, that would have been cool. Uh, but it just didn't really add anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it could have been a different way to solve the the demon lord conflict. Um, and obviously, Tagashi is able to come up with creative, interesting... I mean, because he went on to do Hunter Yeah, but Hunter. he was exhausted by the end. And that's... I understand. That's why I, I, I have to pick one thing. You know, if I could go back in time, first of all, I'm giving Tagashi a very long vacation yeah. before he comes and so finishes this So what would you have art? had it uh, be changed to instead of a tournament? I don't know. That's the thing. After I don't I don't know if I can offer anything else, but I think a creative mind like Tagashi, where he's not in full burnout mode, could have come up with something more interesting than just 
basic tournament arc, baby. Show up if you want to fight. Right. Um, yeah, it definitely. And I like all the stuff like Yusuke, like tying or fucking losing in the last fight. All that shit's cool. You know, whatever. It was about his emotional journey. He wasn't. It would have been bad if he won and became Lord of the Demon World. That would have been a shitty ending. But they could have definitely done something. And, uh, you know, if he wanted, he could have even made Demon Lord Stepdad the, uh, the winner at the end. Just found it a more interesting way to do it than one-on-one tournament until the end. Yeah. So that's that. Okay. So here comes a weird one from me. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Um, so mine comes from Darling in the Franks. Oh, okay. So this is something that I would change. You're not changing the sex mechas, are you? No. Oh, thank God. I know people hate it, but I'm here but for I it. But I would have had the uh, that girl, Kokoro, uh, stay paired with the Fatoshi guy, which was the larger man that was so nice to her and kind. And she was the really nice, long, blonde-haired one, Yeah, right? that cared yeah, for yeah, him, yeah, but yeah. saw him only as a friend, like most people or characters do when they look at a larger or fatter person. He dealt with that well, though. He dealt with it well. But uh, the show, the symbol that nice guys, uh, I would change it to where, you know, nice guys once in a while do, you know, get to have everything they want to because they treat the person opposite to them like a queen, essentially. Didn't he end up with somebody? Everyone got forced with somebody by the end because you have to keep life going. So it nothing was shown, like nothing was like romance. Nothing was shown him meeting this woman. He just shows up with kids and a woman. I'm sorry, that doesn't count for me. You you get to see these characters in the show and they're hanging out and then you just see this girl totally look past this man and look at the most shut off kind of dickhead person. And I know he had his own care, but that's what I mean. It's like somebody's got to take the L here and I'm tired of it normally being the nice, larger, maybe he doesn't look the most attractive guy. I don't know. And that was a little thing. See, it's like one of those things I would have changed in the show to actually make it a little more better for me. Like uplifting for Darling and the Franks, because it was pretty sad by the end, especially things with them trying to have kids at a young age and stuff in Darling and the Franks. It was really weird. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It just would have been nice to see a little something like the the boy getting his due. I get that. It's a, it's a very niche this thing. Is, this is how I was doing it. Things that I would change in the show to improve it. Do I know how I would have fixed it? No, because if it ultimately comes to the end that it does, I'm always going to be like, eh, but... Could I make it better? Not really. I don't know how mecha shit works, man. I'm just saying what I like and don't like. So, yeah. That's fair. But that, that's it. All right. Fair enough. Um, so my next 10 on uh, Mal is Digimon Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a nostalgia 10, but we're going to go with it anyway. So in Digimon, uh, there are levels to this shit, the evolution levels. There's Rookie, Champion, Ultimate, and Mega. Mega being the final. Oh, yeah. You only get to see two of the partner Digimon turn into Megas uh, throughout the adventure. And I get it. It was a kind of last-minute decision. It was only supposed to go up to Ultimate originally. Like, that's what the Tamagotchi and the V-Pets went up to. So Mega was like, a, we need a more badass monster. So they added Megas. But to see where, like, I guess that was, I was just kind of bummed out watching the whole thing, not realizing that until at the end and going, where all other mega Digimons? Only here. Yeah. And then having the look We did up. not make this last minute. Yeah. And then, like, pretty much, like, a bunch of the cool-ass Digimon that I've seen uh, come from, like, really niche-ass video games. So, ultimately, I want more mega Digimon and Digimon Adventure, but I also want some, like, other cool-ass Digimon. I guess. Maybe I just have to watch other Digimon series, but I wanted an adventure, damn it. Yeah. So there we go. Okay. Nobody else. There's like three people who care about that, and I appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next on my list is Dragon Ball GT. Oh. It's a very small change. Okay. Uh, Because after talking with you, I do uh, understand what you're saying about changes that happened in the anime of like trying something different you know yeah uh going around that if you use the dragon balls too much it you know causes a chain reaction to summon these black yeah all good ideas yeah you know what has saved a lot of the show for me what's that not kid goku no 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 because i know you hate kid goku but that's too on the nose yeah that's too on the nose hate kid goku i was gonna say is it weird to say the whole idea of baby was to me, the worst part of the whole entire series. I disagree, but I get it. I 
we have to have him infect Vegeta by the end to be the ultimate villain against Goku again because it's oh my god Vegeta versus, which has not happened how many times at this point yeah. through manipulation in the Buu saga where where Vegeta it's a lot of kind of where you say you just like kind of like the end of Yu Yu Hawk show being safe bringing it back again yeah but it's yeah. been used numerous times we all remember the iconic Goku versus Vegeta like stance in the fucking desert and now they just they're like oh, what do we do let's have it be them facing each other not through Vegeta's own means it you know there's someone affecting him it's baby it's this goo kind of like kid boo that infects people and goes in them i say remove baby altogether keep every other villain keep every other kind of storyline but baby does not need to go to earth infect everybody a parasite i was all set with that that's fair i say just erase it i don't even have a fix just erase it and (laughs) shorten the story down and you have a beautiful fucking masterpiece I, I'm really, I'm such a defender of Dragon Ball GT, and I don't even understand why. But I, because at this point, you believe that you have to defend it. It's not, I just, nostalgia I, is crazy. I, it's not even, I actually enjoy. So when you're talking about the baby stuff, I'm thinking, I like the, I like him coming back as a, a, it's like the Sands word. It's a, it's a fucking, what am I, there's a word <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? that I'm trying to think of. It's like revenge for Goku's race. You know what I mean? Goku, all the Saiyans Since came. Since do you care about revenge? I just think it's a neat villain idea. Like, was it a little too Dr. Jiro? Perhaps. Everything I, on that is I Dr. think somebody coming back from, that was tortured by the Saiyans, you know what I mean? Coming back for revenge is like a cool idea for a villain. And I like the fact that when he took the fact that he took over Vegeta made Vegeta be like, mm, I got too comfortable being a house husband. I got to get if I can get taken over by this bullshit parasite. Who the fuck? Everybody am I? was living their own lines in Dragon Ball G. Krillin yeah. stopped doing his training. Exactly. He actually dies. But it changed. It, it's what made Vegeta be able to turn Super Saiyan 4. Like, it's what gave him his drive back. Because, you know, yeah. He, well, you want Vegeta to I, be. I'm, I, I'm not saying GT was like good, good, but I'm saying yeah. it did. It did execute some things half decent. But I don't. I, I don't. Un, I get it, man. Like, baby's a little weird. He's a little rough. Yeah. Strange. Either way. I guess that's that. All right. <laughs> uh, next up for me is Tengen, Tampa, Gurren Lagan. Oh. Yes. Um, How the hell is he going to fix this? This is a weird one, man. Uh, what I'm going to fix, I guess, a fix. This is such a... This is just really appeasing me, though, but I want, I want a little bit more... I want a little bit more of a, the backstory on, like, the, the Lord Genome original fight against the Anti-Spirals. You know what okay. I mean? I would I would enjoy that. I don't know if we needed it. I think the mystery definitely helps, but if I had to pick one thing, it's like give me just I don't even know if I need a fucking episode more. Like give me like a 10-minute monologue. Just a quick little bada bang. Let me know what's good. And that that'll that'll make me happy. Yeah. So that's my cop out for Garen Lagan. <laughs> Cause I it's perfect. I don't know. What do you want from me? No, I hear you, man. I, I can't make any comments about it because I didn't give it a 10 out of 10, and I'm not going to say there's anything to fix it because, once again, Mecca, I can't really fix. So <laughs> It's too far gone. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so here we go. My fourth one is 86, the anime. Oh. <laughs> can't fix Mecca. No, this is another one. Uh, but no, this <laughs> is a little one, uh, I think... Uh, I would have focused more on Malise, the general girl. Yeah, that's um, fair. After the first se- uh, season, showing more of like the inner conflicts of what happened inside the government during the conflict with the AI, like a lot more backstory to it. Kind of like build up this world, like Attack on Titan. If you know, some people make the comparisons. It's kind of like the you know younger people forced to fight against AI against Titans at yeah. the time. But there's just not that deep lore seeded in '86. They present it as a show that focuses on characters, especially at the beginning and the the meeting of the general and all these kids. But then by the end of the the season and going to the second season, Malise is not there. She's on the front cover. She's literally meant to be the symbol, and you see her in one episode. Yeah, that is really what weird. What the fuck? And then you're hearing through the kids of what has transpired in the government while she was there. Why can't we see that? <laughs> so it all stems from her. And to everyone that loves 86, and they're like, how do you fix it? Right there for me, that would give me a lot higher of a grade than six. Let me yeah. tell you that. Because th- 
to me, I wanted more. I, I see the benefits. I like the conflicts. I like the the grotesque and sadness of like having to kill people that are like gonna die on the battlefield. But you need to also add more layers to the world around it. And she is the center of that. Yeah. Bring back Malise. <laughs> she probably is coming back now, but I'm already Is out. there more? There's gonna be oh, more boy. after uh, you didn't watch those two extra episodes. No. I believe they're gonna continue. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, good for good for everybody who likes eighty six. <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm happy turn. for you. Uh, all right, we're we're up to Hunter Hunter now. Oh. Uh, all right. So for Hunter Hunter, I would enjoy a little bit more adventure. <laughs> okay. So when you get into Hunter, you know it's it, with the name Hunter Hunter, you think like hunting. You know, and you do get some of that, especially in the beginning with the hunter exam. I mean, you get a few episodes of Gon just sitting in a bush watching Hisoka. That's really cool. It did kind of turn into more of a battle anime, battle manga throughout. I'm not saying that it lost all its creativity. Obviously, I fucking love Hunter Hunter. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. It's, it's fucking awesome. But I, I wish there was a little bit longer of the... I wish kind of like more... a Pokemon side of Hunter Hunter. I was thinking more like a, maybe a Dragon Ball, where it's like battles do ensue, perhaps, but it's it's more about just wide ranging adventures. And again, you got a lot of it in the Hunter Exam arc. You know, you had a lot of challenges that weren't uh, a battle. You know, you had the the whatever the hell was going on with the prisoners. I don't remember if it was like a it was like a quiz or something weird like that. A rock paper scissors at one point. I think Leorio was playing. Ah, uh, yeah, that was just them trying to escape the yeah. uh, that convicts area where they had to. The longer they kept people there, yeah. the more they got it taken off their years being in the prison. And each convict had like a challenge for. That's the... not really a hunting part of it, but that's more of like different aspects instead of fighting. Like they and had to outsmart each other. Kind of what I'm getting yeah. at is it, it doesn't necessarily have to, and I, it doesn't have to be a hunter, but I would have liked to see more of along the lines. Like Bisky's a gem hunter, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's got to be times where she's going out and just like searching for gems and coming across wacky shenanigans i would like a little bit more of that whereas it and no hate to it it's a shonen jump manga it's gonna happen it really turned into who's the next guy we fight while doing stuff in between yeah it's cool i love it it's fucking awesome but is it a little misleading with the title maybe all right i like that one yeah all right my next one comes for odd taxi um, and the one change that I would make to Odd Taxi is I would have made um, everyone reveal that they're not animals more of like halfway during the show, but still have the main character not know. So when he was around in every situation, you would see them as animals. But then if you had to look at from the outside in, even a couple times, you're not like saying big scenes, but like the back of his head or stuff like that. As soon as he's leaving said scene, you see and hear a couple, you see regular hands sitting on the counter as they're talking like man, he's a weird one or something like that. It's all these different things so that it gave you the whole reveal more and more because for me, I watched it pretty early on and I already could tell that was going on. I didn't really have that thought of, is this? No, I was like, yeah, they're, these aren't animals. And the whole pre- presentation of them being animals for me took me out of the show. So since I already figured out what was going on, I was like, why not just show the viewers like, this is really humans. Let's not act like you don't know. And then when you're around, you know, Otakawa, Otakawa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Then every time they looked like him, but it's like, it made the viewer feel like, oh, you understand I'm not dumb. Uh, yeah. So it's a small change. I, I know the, you don't get it because to me, you, just I'm hate trying the, to, you hate those character designs so much. They're so bad. And I'm trying to improve it because I liked the story. It was very Quentin Tarantino-esque. Sometimes. <laughs> uh and but i think the animals take it out of it it's it's there's a lot to it i've i've already discussed this i'm just trying to improve it and you're just i know you're one of those that love it so you're just like please shut up so yeah <laughs> i get it i'm not it is what it is it is what it is all right uh next up for for me is high q the most best sports anime well, yeah you're doing all I've your seen. good ones this doing is so opposite ones. of us right now. Uh, yeah no 100 um if i had to change something in high q I want I want some romance in Haikyuu. I want a little bit of romance. I want a little something something. I know that like everybody pairs off at the end of the series. I don't know who pairs off with who. I do. Yeah, you're like yeah. you've seen it. I get it. 
but I want some romance. You know, I want a little bit of something. I want some boys. You want to put romance in the greatest sports put, anime to ever to come out. I want to add a little romance. You know, I, I wanna, can't agree with you. On I want to see who who the manager ladies is is into. Maybe we get a little boys, a little boys love. And I mean, they're all beautiful boys. So I mean, just pair anybody off who who. It's all good. I yeah. just want something, you know. If you can, if I can make this show better in any aspect, like give me, give me a little smoochy smooch, some hand holding, perhaps, an <laughs> indirect kiss. I'll take that. Anyway, that's that's <clears throat> my best I can do for Haikyu. All right, so my next one is Orimo, the, oh, one of the boy. best Siscon animes to come out. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. So the one thing I would change is I would have. Um, I'm going to say it, spoilers uh, for anyone that hasn't watched Orimo, it's a Siskon, so know what you're getting into before you watch it, um, but I would have had Kirino and Kiyosuke actually stay together. I would have been making them married because you made them go through the entire situation. All of this was leading up to, we're going to do it anyway, and though this anime was more of like, yeah, people understand and they still care about you as friends, but you're never going to be the same, unlike the other one we watch, which is a lot more of a realistic take on how people would react. Yeah, Koikaze. Yes. So, but I would have had, since the show was already going with the, it's like so ridiculously unbelievable. A lot of the characters are very understanding, though they're like, like the world's ending for them in the relationships. Like what happened to your girl? Yeah. Like, it's amazing that it was able. So by all this point, you're just building up to be, this is just how the show goes. You're going to end it with, well, we can't stay together because that's (laughs) wrong. Yeah. The whole thought from the beginning was wrong, but you built this up to like, it don't matter. You broke up with another girl so you could be with your sister. And maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's easy enough uh, to just move to like a tiny little village in Japan and just <laughs> pretend like you're not siblings. Yeah. I mean, you look different. Yeah. Just say, like, why do you have the same last name? Oh, we're married. You know, who, what fucking, Who's to know? what Japanese neighbor is going to go rummaging through your fucking shit to find your marriage license? And like I said, most of your friends are pretty chill with it. So yeah. you know what? You're all right. You're fine, dude. Just move away to somewhere It's, it's quiet. literally probably impossible. But the way you wrote it was that it was going to be fine. But you're like, no, we barely were able to show this kiss on the live thing. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Both of the endings sucked. Yeah, so I changed that, and it would have went from like the seven because I think it's good. In my eyes, it would have brought it almost to a nine because you would have actually sealed the deal from beginning to end. Yeah, all that other shit don't matter to me because I was kind of into the show anyway. But okay, yeah. So I would have changed that. Fair enough. Um, next up on on my mal list is Attack on Titan, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm not brave enough. <laughs> I am not brave enough to tell that man to change fucking anything. <laughs> so we're gonna skip Attack on Titan. Thank you. Uh, next. Uh, so I guess it's Cyberpunk Edge Runners, huh? Ooh, wow! I want to um, see more adventures. <laughs> yeah, again. I want I want more wacky shenanigans. The crazy Cy- thing is, you did say ten is a perfect amount of episodes, so it's hard to do if it you is. still want to keep it at that perfect length. It is. So I'm just gonna be selfish here. Okay. Um. So this is a big spoiler if you haven't seen Cyberpunk. But spoilers ahead. I just wanted Rebecca to live. Always save her. I just want Rebecca to be alive. People said she went out so fast. Exactly. Like, I get it. You're not, you don't get that powerful moment without doing what Trigger did. Yeah. I get it. You know, it's like, say, it's like saying, one of the few times I was like, good on you. Cause that, that exactly. But if I'm being sell, like, I just want Rebecca. Okay. I just want her to be alive and just be going around doing Rebecca shit. (laughs) So here we go. That's it. All right. (laughs) I like the pick. Okay. My next one would be SAO. Okay. Uh, so how I would have done it, and this is kind of a vast thing, so sorry, but it's SAO. Uh, I'm JD here. I still like SAO, so I'm going to kind of defend it. But I would say that the consensus would be that the first season ends with them getting out uh, like halfway into the first season. Don't even get to the Elfin lead, like Elven Land, that whole bullshit where she gets kidnapped. I would have taken that out entirely. That's fair, yeah. Um, I would have just ended the way it did, and then you would still be able to continue on to Gun Gale Online in the future because it takes place a couple years later where, you know, um, Kirito is working with, like, this type of FBI that are taking care of <laughs> online problems because ever since people got put into a game, people are now like, oh, shit, this is real. People can actually get hacked or... So they have to make like a task force. And Kirito, of course, at a young age, 18, because he is the Black Swordsman, he literally is able to help figure out all these problems. So I'm saying is you could still lead it after that. There was just no 
kind of bullshit of that middle ending of Elfinley trying to save her from another bad guy with Asuna. Asuna and him both get out, they both come together, and then Gungale got online. I think that would have been the most transitional good way to go. I think most people can agree with you, except people who also kind of want to fuck their cousin. That was another thing, and that's where it all began for me, I think, because I I just put that together that they were cousins and she had feelings for him. And I'm like, oh, shit, so there's a little bit of a siscon. A little bit of something. something. So that's why the first watch, I was like, this ain't bad. Yeah. But then as I watched it, I'm like, this all together, and then Asuna being the damsel, like, this is just... Was it when you rewatched it with me and I was kind of like, hmm... Yeah. That you were like, oh, man. Yeah. Yes. And then every time I saw Austin, and she's like in a wedding dress, all like just comatose. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, what the fuck? And then the tentacle scene where she's like, I captured by. T- yeah. Anyway, it's a lot, man. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> so that's Shit. it. That's what I changed. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'm going with Bochi the Rock. Another 10 out of 10 anime for me. Can't wait to hear this. But if I could change one thing about Bochi the Rock, I would like to see as a musician or someone who used to claim he was a musician, I would like to see a little bit more of the writing process. You don't get to see a lot uh, in Bochi. You don't get to really watch them write the songs and kind of work through that. Maybe mm. it'll come. I don't know. Sure, there's still a lot more to come with Bochi. But uh, I love everything with the characters and stuff. I love how Bochi's fucking anxiety is portrayed. Is it realistic? No, but it's also an anime. And like, come on, we're having fun with this, okay? Yeah. I would love to turn into Claymation when I have anxiety, but I can't. So, yeah, I would like to see more of the writing process, though. A little bit more of the the actual music side. And it, it would probably be more alienating to people who haven't tried to write a song with four of their friends before. Yeah, but that's half the reason of the show, right? She, About musician, a little bit. or is it no? Oh, it's definitely about yeah. uh, about girls, uh, high school girls starting like a little bit of a punk band. But uh, and I think it does it great. I think it's it's wonderful from all angles. Obviously, it's a 10 out of 10. But just to appease me more, I would love a little bit more nuts and bolts of writing a song. Fair enough. All right. A little bit of music changes the world. <laughs> all right. So the next one on my list is Yasuke. The Netflix original um, about the first African-American uh, samurai, black samurai. Just African. Yeah, just, I keep saying African-American. African samurai. <laughs> it would be wild if he was also American, too. <laughs> he went, that would he be went from fucking... Africa to America, then he went to Japan. In 1560 or whatever? That's fucking wild. You've seen a lot, my friend. <laughs> uh, it's a very simple fix. No mechs, no demons, no creatures of, like, mythical. It's literally a historical fucking show about Yasuke, and that's changing a lot, but it's only, like, you just take away the, like, mystical shit. I take a little bit of mystical shit even. I, I say the worst you could say mystical stuff is like you have this sacred amulet that like has this power you feel, but that's it. Nothing about like nothing about shows like up Dynasty... because you could still make it a rescue, like uh, you know, take care of the yeah. girl type of shit. What about like Dynasty Warriors level of mystical where it's like people can do like a little extra wind on their attacks and shit, and like if you have a fan, you can like do some cool stuff, but it's still you can do some crazy kind of feats, but there doesn't the... need to be no max, and it doesn't need to be no demons. max, That's all no I'm straight up demon. Yeah, I guess I feel that. That's what I'm just saying. I guess it's multiple things, but I'm saying taking out the real mythical type of shit I w- they tried to do. It I- was very off-putting for me. It didn't work, especially for what I was hoping. I love samurai shit. And yeah, now you're gonna have an African samurai and basically involving Nobunaga, yeah. who's well-renowned, well-known, and have a rescue kind of like almost sort of the stranger type vibes or Dororo. Yep. We like yep. those type of shit. Why not? Do- Imagine that. So I'm just saying you take out all that crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. We liked all the hack and slash, but we knew there was no substance because it was really weird putting that together with the, the, his, his history. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. Um, so next up for me is Vinland Saga, season two specifically. Oh, but boy. Yeah, uh, this one is specifically the anime. And it might be a cop-out, but I, y'all need to animate that shit to the highest degree. Like so that, you're going to fix it by doing the anime, not from uh, anything yeah, I, in the story? Well, well, you tell me. What are we fixing in Vinland you Saga Season 2? You don't have to pick two? it. Like, Attack on Titan, you could skip it and go to the next one. I could, but Attack on You're saying animation. That's cheating. No. Well, all right, then. <laughs> I will skip it, but I just wanted to shit on the, the animation on Vinland Saga again. On the episode, you shat on it for like 30, 40 minutes. I don't think it was that long, but okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right, JoJo's part six. There we go. That's um. What are you gonna fix? You know what? I don't even know if I agree with this, but we're going <laughs> with it anyway. Shouts out to Ethan from Webology Podcast. Uh, I I want a little bit more Prison Break. 
I want a little bit more. You of, want to be in the prison more. I want a little bit more of the heist. You know, I want uh-huh. more of the the prison break aspect where they really have to figure out like a big fancy way to get out. Whereas just it was just kind of stand users in prison. You know, we just happened to be in the the stone ocean, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't. The prison didn't really add too terribly much to the setting or the fights or anything. But if there was like one big prison break, I know there was kind of one yeah. towards the end, but it wasn't. It was more about beating the one stand power rather than finding a way to actually get out of the prison. Yeah. So I I think I would like a little bit more of that for JoJo's. Uh, yeah. That there's that. Okay. Uh, I got two more. My next one is Moriarty the Patriot. Oh, baby. It's been a while since I watched that. I think you knew I was watching that kind oh, of yeah. like Sherlock Holmes that. type of thing. The arch rival of Sherlock Holmes, one of them. Um, but it was a show that had a lot going for it. Uh, the first season, I gave it a 9 out of 10. It was more of like introducing Moriarty, introducing Sherlock Holmes, uh, some of the other characters involved with the show, and then... Sherlock Holmes kind of meeting Moriarty um and they have problems where like someone is murdered on a train and though they don't know they're pretty much already arch rivals they're kind of doing battle with each other I loved everything about that and I love it when two guys are playing chess like we like in most animes you know what I'm saying yeah but the second season went on to more of explain what Moriarty's master plan was and like why he is doing the thing he's did and though it should have resonated with me the payoff ending, and I don't even want to talk more about it because it's like spoilers, and I guess it, I just don't want to tell the whole ending. It just left more to be desired for me, and I felt like it should have been more of a conflict of like him and Sherlock Holmes, and it was more about the broader spectrum of an entire city and government officials, but a little they too all, political. Yeah, it just ended up with being like, ah, oh, now we see, and that was it. I don't know. The payoff to me was I would have just changed it to where like make it more of a showdown between Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty. Like make them be the ending conflict, though it could not end up in any great stakes. Just make that the ending of the show because that's kind of what I was getting from it for me. Um, Yeah. Make it less about uh, everything else. (laughs) So I know it's hard for you. You haven't watched it, but it's just more. I want more of the cat and mouse type of shit. More of the central conflict. Yeah. Yeah, I get that, my yeah. dude. I can understand that. So I have run out of 10 out of 10s. At so least official 10 out of 10s. I'm on to the 9s. And it's a surprisingly harder for the 9s. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, well, because the they first, must be a 10. The first one's Evangelion. And it's like, God go. damn oh, it. Oh, say it. Say it. I, there's not, what do you want from me? Even the stuff people hate, I'm like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, because um, you wouldn't get rid of the elevator scene. No, I love the elevator scene. Fucking love the elevator scene. I... I would make the the final scene with Kaoru 10 seconds shorter. <laughs> 10 seconds. <laughs> Is that what you're changing? That's the most. Yeah, just 10 seconds shorter, like, just so I don't think that my shit froze. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, we're good. Maybe add some music behind it just to make sure. Thin you know. violin, and then when it happens, a smash. Yeah, something. just a little something. But I, even then, it's like, what am I doing here? <laughs> okay uh, how many more do you have one more after this one more after this all right so i'll try to find a a legitimate good one <laughs> with with some true some true changes all right all this right. last one's a good one though and it may make some people upset but also um may agree i don't know uh i'm gonna do a kebby sailor uniform okay uh, another one so a lot of mine have never been over a seven rating maybe my hero had a couple eight ratings on my mal but um the show, I always said, it looks great. It's it's really got nothing going wrong for it because it's a positive show. It's meant to be of of a girl going on her first day to school in middle school, worried about not having friends and all this stuff, and everything opposite happens. Things are going good for her. She has a bunch of friends. She gets to travel back from school into her homeland without getting jumped by anyone because I don't trust you know little girls running by themselves in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But the show is like, hi, people are driving by, waving, like nothing happened. It's a very positive show. So my change would have been add a little conflict. Every story, every story made has yeah. not even, I'm not saying conflict, like fights. I'm I get not gonna, you. I know. I it needs something. to have a stressful, the only stressful situation was losing a balloon and the whole entire <laughs> thing. And then it was like dragged out because this is such a big deal. And what I'm saying is just a little conflict. Maybe, I'm sorry to say, no, 
If a girl is wearing like the same outfit as you, I bet that would piss off the other girl. I don't care if they're middle schoolers. They still like, yo, yo, why are you wearing my exact shirt? Something. Like a little conflict somewhere in the friend group or like family or something like that. The dad was never around, but we're cool with it. Give me something to latch on to. Yeah, that's conflict also binds you to the characters and binds you to their conflict and makes you feel sorrow for them. Yeah. Feels you, kind of, like you said, admire them a little more or like, see, I, I know where you're at. Or you can kind of, subco- no one's ever had a perfect life. So you want to have something to be like, I understand what you're going through. You don't have that, Nakebi. It's just a straight through good time. But instead of like Spy Family that makes you have some laughs and have a good time, this show is just like, yeah, you like watching girls with feet do cute things? It's like, that's great. There's going to be nothing else. And <laughs> normally you look at that, you'd be like, I, there's, I don't need to change that. I love that. But me, I'm just like, add something. And it's just that's just moe to to its condensed core. What I say about to condense, you mean the most moe you've ever seen? Yeah, I mean okay. like the entertainment dark, district arc for me, <laughs> like that that pure shonen fucking cons. That's that's a Kevin Sailor uniform for moe. It's just everything's perfect. It's comfortable. We're gonna hug you for it. It's gonna be. It's okay. All right, we're gonna kiss you on the head and tuck you in. And everything's yeah. gonna be okay, little. And baby. like I said, when I hear, I'm gonna say conflict or stuff like that. There's um, there's usually just got. I just like seeing resolutions for problems. Being like done. some, be like when everything's problem. going great. That like I said, the only problem they had to fix was the balloon, and then someone found it for them and then attached it to a branch, and then they almost <laughs> lost the balloon again. So that was it. And look, I remember it because that was the only <laughs> conflict <laughs> in the whole story. So yeah, uh, that's where I end it. Um. All right. Um, for my last one, I am going to go with Jobless Reincarnation, Mashoko Tensei. And it is not the classic make Rudy not a perv, but it does have to do with that. Oh, boy. Um, so towards <laughs> the end of the first season, Rudy does a thing. And so we all know he's a 40-year-old at mine, a 12-year-old's body or whatever. Uh, and he has uh, sexual relations with another teenager, you know, at most what they're like 14 at that point. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't mind him being a pervert, you know, it's whatever, because he, I get it. it it's, it's fine. And now you're in some like fantasy world where, where some shit, it's, it's a whole screw up, make him a perv. But I appreciated the fact that he never like actually went through with it. You know what I mean? Until I hope so. Until he does, and then it's that really that really hurt. It's like, oh man, I was really behind you, and then you did it. And not that I I can't like mildly empathize because I imagine that's a strange situation to be in, to be body swapped, and like I I, I imagine it's weird because you can't just go up to like a a thirty year old and be like, hey, hello, mama, how you doing? I've been wanting a cougar because you are twelve. So I can't imagine that his options are very open and him being like a former need or whatever. It's a very form of conver- uh, controversy in the, in this show. And yeah. it's, it's why a lot of people can't even watch it or give it a good rating for everything else because of that huge factor. And I guess I just appreciated when he hadn't crossed I, that boundary. I, I think the boundary should have never been crossed. It's rough, dude. It's it's really like that was when I was like, oof, that that's yeah. rough. I said out loud, like, Rudy, no, my boy, yeah, what you doing? And then it ends doing? with like him like wanting to find her, like, yeah, because she leaves him after that. Somehow and that's a the hole. youngest person is more mature and 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 is able to deal with it. It's and fucking. Leave. It's just it's and a, it's like backwards, man. It's a real like moral choking point where it's like, damn. So I guess I just I wish that specifically wasn't didn't happen one singular act let him keep being a pervert let him keep looking at fucking the 14 year old and being like she's hot but not going for it you know not making that fucking lunge because then at least i can i'm not saying i'm not gonna watch season two i am it's a great show i've watched two episodes but it's it's always in the back of the mind that this man in a whatever way he committed statutory rape i it's in some way, shape, or yeah. form, in some jury, you're I, so Mashoko Tensei. Let's just let's get back, back behind the white line, please. Don't talk to the driver while the bus is in motion. Fair enough. All right, cool. 
Cool. Man, so that was a good list of them. Yeah. I was going to say, that's not too bad. Hopefully you guys like some of our takes. Some of them you're probably like, no, it's bullshit. Maybe Earthworms, maybe mine. Yeah, yours are actually thought out too. Like mine, it's just yeah, those are the bullshit. Titles are I know. Our favorite, like we're gonna try to change our favorite. None of these are my favorite, so yeah. maybe we need to change that. The uh, title. We're, we're we're hooking the kids. Okay. You know, it's uh, we're the nicotine of anime podcasts. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll get you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Hopefully you enjoy all our episodes. That is our goal, believe it or not. Yep. To put out episodes that people want to listen to. Uh, rem- uh, reminder that next week will be no regularly scheduled flagship episode. There will be a new episode of JD's Quest for the One Piece available, yeah. but officially we are taking a a little vacation. So keep on the lookout if, uh, two weeks from when you're listening to this, when this drops on Monday, for the Cowboy Bebop review. I'm watching it for the first time. It's, oh, I know, yeah. I know, I'm that guy, uh, and I'm going to talk about if I like it or not. So yes, that'll be fun. Uh, until then, if you want more Anime Brothers uh, on our vacation, if you want to ask us questions or talk to us or tell us that our takes today were absolute bullshit, uh, Discord's the best place to do that. The link is in the show notes. We also have Instagram or Twitter if you just want to more facelessly post about how our takes are bullshit. Uh, those links are also in the show notes. We brought it up earlier, but we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. For a single dollar, you get into everything we do for patrons. You will get early access to uh, the aforementioned JD's Quest for the One Piece. They go up about a week before everybody else gets them. And, yeah, you know, we, we do occasional other stuff for patrons. It's not the most hopping Once in, in place, a while. Once but it, it's a dollar. It shows support, and we really, really fucking appreciate it. So, yes, patreon.com slash animebrotherspodcast. That's it. That's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, thank you guys for listening once again, JD. Have a have a good day, buddy. Thanks. You too, and uh, thank you guys for listening to the Anime Brothers Podcast. Yeah.